When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Good evening. And Jay Cross. Good afternoon. Good evening, afternoon, exactly. And welcome, dear listener. Welcome to a uh, to another episode of the Guitar Nerds Podcast. Got some new uh, patrons uh, this week. Welcome to Matthew Arnold. Thank you for... Uh, for joining us and actually uh jim welter i forgot to um i forgot to uh say you know say say hello jim last week um that doesn't sound like you joe <laughs> yes yeah you're normally yeah, really yeah. on it i am not i am normally normally on. i actually can't remember did i do the the ones the week before i think i did it doesn't matter um, well it doesn't matter to you clearly well, i mean take take note of this listeners it doesn't well, matter it doesn't well, matter he says unbelievable just, well just yes. takes his takes your money and run runs straight to the bank with it that is that is what i do well welcome one and all and jay you're back as well it's lovely to have you back on a podcast episode after thanks a couple very much weeks off i had a couple of weeks off i um we were talking just before the podcast started that i uh have been doing some very fun things recently like um i went to the garden center and I uh, bought some plants and then, of course, had to weed my garden. And uh, you would be surprised at just how much weeding needs to be done when you have an AstroTurf lawn. Um, I was certainly surprised, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it looks much nicer now. Um, so that was that. And uh, Get it changed for a grass lawn, Jay. Come well, on. Well, I will. I will eventually, of course. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, it was here when we moved in. So you just got to keep it nice for the time being. And uh, and also, I joined a gym. I've never been to a gym before, ever. I'd never been to the gym. And um, I went to the gym for the first time last week, and I thought it was okay. And I'm going to go again tomorrow, and and then probably again later this week, and then I'll see how I get on. But I just I, I do lots of exercise at home, and I'm not sure really that I need to be paying somewhere that isn't my home 40 quid a month to go and do exercise there when I can yeah, do Yeah, but they've got big mirrors that is that that that, yeah okay the thing is it's like yeah you're right because i was doing i was using the squat rack there and i was like oh it is quite cool that i can look at myself when i do this i like using the squat rack and then counting really high numbers whenever people walk past yeah what is the uh what do you highest number you can count to no i'm like (laughs) no as in i'm like 
<laughs> do you go do you go like absurdly high so that people know it's a joke or do you go like oh wow he's done he's on like 70 like you know what what, what do you where, where do you sit on that oh uh, yeah i guess it could be i wonder yeah maybe i should make it more realistic that's what um, i'm saying like because if you because clearly if you're if you're there saying like 1001 1002 like that's obviously you've not done that but if you're like oh yeah ooh, 75 Oh, 76. Oh, someone might be like, bloody hell, I'll tell you what. He no knows how to squat. No wonder he's got a moustache. Like, that man can pop a that. squat. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Well, uh, but yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm those, those are the thanks. Those are the two things that I did when uh, I wasn't on the podcast. So I, I, uh, the rest of the time, I just sat around and twiddled my thumbs, sat in front of this microphone, twiddled my thumbs, and waited for this moment to return. Well, now it has. Now it has. Yes, me and Matt yeah, had a fantastic... what a lovely time. <laughs> exactly. Yes, me and Matt had a, a fantastic couple of weeks just doing the just the two of us. It was it was quite wonderful. Yeah. Um, Did but, you talk but, about anything cool? Because I didn't uh, listen. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we talked about loads. Of, God, we talked about loads of stuff. I can't even rem- remember lots of stuff. Lace sensors. That was a, oh yeah. That was a, we we definitely used it as a time to talk about the things that uh, you that you, you yeah you would hate. So. <laughs> Which is, I yeah. don't hate lace sensors. Do you remember those lace guitars that we saw when we were at the uh, Kempton yeah. Guitar Show once? They they were quite cool. Sort of uh, almost like offset ish styled. Um, you know, uh, guitars. <laughs> yeah, they were. They, they were, were really cool, cool, though, weren't they? They were really cool. I don't know. They, Reminded they me of them. what was that? What was Reminded the Fender? Me. The what was the what was Meteora that? Meteora is the one Me- you're thinking yes, of. Yes, the the one that yeah. you've got a poster of. In, yeah, in house. yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a poster of the. Um, that was kind of what it reminded me of. But this was the Lace Cybercaster, um, uh-huh. which I yeah, I thought it looked absolutely fantastic, and they ended up. Um, getting chucked out at not very much money at all. They're all sold out now, but like they were being sold for like five hundred and fifty quid, uh, uh, six, seven, five for most of them. The the butterscotch one, which was the one that was really cool. I mean, this is a dreadful photo, but the um, butterscotch one was very, very cool. Um, yeah. So I might keep an eye out for one of those on Reverb because uh, I thought they were they were really cool when we saw them, and it was a shame that they didn't really turn into anything that you would see on the high street. They were very cool. It's actually, to be honest, you know, you bringing up that is the first time I've thought about the Fender Meteora for for a long time since it came out. Is, yeah, is, is I mean, is it still a current model? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, what? Well, so the original one was the yeah. What was the um, original one? Was it part of that Chinese range of Fender? No, it wasn't. It was part of the Parallel Universe. Parallel uh, Universe. So, that was it. Because what was the, the Chinese Amer- range that came before the Parallel Universe? That was modern the, player. Yeah, something like the that, mo- wasn't it? The yeah. modern player was the so the the modern player stuff was um that w- that first launch when we were still all at GAC that that launched in like 2011 yeah. or so I want to say and um there was uh there was um two like P90 tellies there was yeah. HSS tellies um jazz bases with humbuckers yeah also was the rascal in that range no the rascal Rascal was a weird hybrid. Was it the thing, classic vibe? It? Maybe that was the classic vibe. I can't. Oh, maybe maybe it was. Um, and then yeah, there was. I a, think but there was, was also like the the offset special that was part of the. Oh no, pawn shop. Sorry, that was what pawn um, shop. That was that's what you're thinking of was the pawn shop series, and that's where the uh, the offset special came from. Um, and uh, there's a few other bits and pieces, but no, the the uh, parallel universe was. Um, 
Fender doing those sorts of guitars, but in the American factory. So there were, um, you know, some really weird kind of more expensive stuff like the Troublemaker Telly, which was amazing. Mahogany Telly with a set neck. Um, that was super HH. popular as well. I feel like that really kind of stood the test. It, like it, it went beyond that series as well. Yeah, I really wish I'd bought one of those because I tried one and I thought it just sounded absolutely incredible. Like really, really, really good. Um it could have just been the one that I tried. You know, every now and again, working in guitar shops, you sometimes get a little bit jaded. It's not the right word, but it's, you know, a guitar is a guitar a lot of the time. And then you pick one up and because it's like, well, how many, how many telecasters have you played in the last 10 years? I mean, yeah, yeah. I've probably played a thousand, you know, literally I've probably played a thousand different telecasters. And, um, there are a handful that I can, cast my mind back to and be like that was an absolute banger one is without a doubt probably my favorite ever telecaster um is friend of the podcast dan grace his custom shop is just like and it's unbelievable it's just one of the listeners for the listeners run run down his his it's a it's just a 52 telly um i think it was a light relic uh but it's not anymore um (laughs) in white blonde um really no like bells or whistles just like a really kind of standard um uh like 52 telly um but just like i say sometimes you just pick up a guitar and you think this is so good and uh that's how i felt about uh the troublemaker that i played as well it was just it was just really resonant really really cool but anyway there's there's been a load of other things like the um uh there was like the jazz caster and the um the maverick was part of the part of the parallel universe series anyway that's where the um meteora first came from and then when the alternate reality series came out which was the mexican kind of uh version of the um parallel universe uh the meteora was sort of reimagined in that series with two humbuckers um and um it had two volumes so one the thing that was really weird about it that well i mean everything was weird about it but one of the things that was quite cool was um so it was a uh yeah two humbuckers and it had three knobs um and now i can't remember which way around it is there was also a switch and the uh, like just a push push switch and the push push switch would um t- now did it i think it switched the um position of the volume controls so like you could control what? the volume yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure that's what it was or maybe uh or maybe did it turn one into a t- no i'm sure it switched it switched the order of the volume controls do you remember with the black top tellies that came out yeah. again. Uh, I can't remember when it was, but with the black top tellies, they uh, had the um, the plate of the telly. The control plate was reversed so that it was volume tone and then switch, as opposed to tone volume switch. Guitar nerds are teaming up with Music Nomad. Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 40 countries. Pro quality but affordable, Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help guitars look, sound and play their best. After two years of research and development and in a collaboration with top guitar repair shops, Music Nomad has developed the Keep It Simple setup. 
They demystified the guitar setup process by developing innovative precision gauges and tools combined with step-by-step general guidelines anybody can follow and set up their guitar to play and sound great. With their KISS method and their gauges, you can check the vital areas of your guitar and use their toolkits to perform your own setups. They have a 24-page instructional booklet available in seven languages, downloadable for free, loads of how-to videos, as well as complete setup video tutorials for popular brands such as Fender, Gibson, Taylor, PRS and more. Not only is it fun, but a properly set-up guitar takes your playing and sound to a whole new level. Learn more at Music nomadcare.com follow them on social media with at music nomad care and kiss your guitar with music nomads keep it simple setup yeah right. do you know what i'm saying with that yeah yeah i remember yeah, yeah. and the reason that, that was done was so that you could more easily do like volume swells and stuff like that because you know uh-huh. all the you, you weird post rockers that your mates with uh, exactly <laughs> you wanted to be able to do volume swells and stuff like that and um you with the uh meteora there was just this extra switch that I'm sure it switched the uh, it swapped the position of the uh, of the volume controls. So if you wanted to do volume swirls on the bridge pickup, it was still just there, right next to your pinky. That's um, really intuitive and really yeah, useful. It was re- yeah, really, really weird. Really cool little feature. I'm sure that's what it did. I, I might be completely wrong, but I'm, sh- I'm sure did, that's what it was. It did look great, the alternate reality version of the Meteora, because the the original was like a was blonde and it had a maple neck with black block inlays. Yeah, and that's that. That's always that. That sort of maple neck with black block inlays is such a bass guitar look to me that it's it, it just felt like well, it was, I, I it was maybe a touch like, too much. It's a it's a fifty two telly though. Yeah, maybe yeah. not with the block inlays. You know, the the block inlays that add add that little uh, je ne sais quoi. Um, but, but it was just that you know, just the the alternate reality ones. I just thought they'd refined everything just a little bit, like a you know a simple you know rosewood neck with dot inlays or palfero as as I imagine it was. I love that it was like covered humbuckers with surrounds and yeah. the the late classic blue with a black plate is just such a such a lovely classic look. They they were just it was very very cool. Um, with Matt, what, what was your favourite uh, thing from the uh, alternate reality series? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I, I, I feel like I'm, I've been, the last, I was thinking about this the other day, the last couple of years, I'm like, my guitar knowledge in the sense of like, things that happened only a few years ago is really slim because i just maybe not the thing you should be admitting on this uh, podcast well, man. <laughs> i just um i just i don't know it feels like things probably feel like they're changing quicker but we always used to see stuff coming in when you work yeah. in a shop and when you're focusing on one particular brand um maybe you don't you sort of forget um, what sort of things have happened? And I'm well, just so to, ha- to to give you a reminder, the the guitars me, that were Jay. On, remind you the guitars that were in that series were obviously the Meteora uh, HH, um, the Electric Twelve, um, which was really cool to see that in uh, the Mexico the the Mexican range. So that was like a Jaguar Jazzmaster body um, with the proper hockey stick headstock. Um, very very cool. Tenatelli, which was like they just seem to it feels like those tenatellis just sold and just disappeared and uh the people that bought them are are ashamed um because they're you know, cool just, you, they're really cool they're, no they're really cool but like you don't see them anywhere you don't see but i no, guess maybe maybe we're just you know we're on the wrong forums um maybe. look at you know i don't know if there's uh tell uh tenor pedal boards of doom uh, or pedal pedal boards of tenor, um, and then the other two were the power caster, which again was a bit of a weird weird body. Um, uh, P ninety in the neck, and then humbucker in the bridge, roasted neck. It was kind and, of a uh, that was kind of a jag uh, like a, a, a jaguar with a with a sort of a strange lower horn, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then actually, my probably my favourite of the series was the sixty six. Oh, it was um, my favourite too. I thought that I thought it was really cool. So sixty six was essentially just a scaled down jazz bass body um, with a um, a large uh, like a seventies headstock HSS, um, which was I think too too many pickups, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> but it was a cool I, HSS because it was two lipsticks. Yes, yeah, they were lipsticks. Actually, you're right, weren't they? And um, yeah, re- really, really cool. I, I thought that guitar was wicked, and that's another one that kind of seems to have just disappeared. You don't really see people talking about those, um, which is a shame because, in particular, the natural one I thought looked absolutely oh, yeah, it's banging. It's but, like a natural yeah. ash with the black with the with the black plate, the oversized yeah. headstock. Like it, it being called the '66 almost sat odds because I was like, this just everything about this reeks '70s to me, and I, yeah, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, totally. I thought the jazz bass body worked really well, downsized as a guitar body. It just it looked really cool. I, yeah. I, I you know, e- even sort of like the uh, they did the five way pickup selector on sort of the lower top horn, but as kind of as a strap pickup selector, it's just really unusual. I I, I loved yeah, everything. Yeah, trim as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it it just looked great, and they actually went for like a, um, a pinch button tuners as well, rather than sort of the modern tuners that seem to appear on most of everything else. So I mm. thought I thought it was there was proper attention to detail on that guitar. I, mm. I really loved it. I, I I hope you know that that returns. To be honest, because I thought it was really cool. Are we um, yeah. was, when we talk about series, we talk about series one, series two, because there was twenty eighteen and twenty twenty, right? That was the um, that was the uh, alter- that was the parallel universe. This is the alternate reality. 
Come on, Matt, keep up. It's not that. It's that's not, where I'm getting confused. We're, talk, we're just talking about the metaverse, in, the the multiverse in two different. Two <laughs> no, because I, I, yeah, because I was looking at the parallel universe and going, oh yeah, I remember those. You've got that that jazz master that looks like a firebird x because it got the three mini firebird pickups in it yeah. that was um, also cool but the one yeah because the one that seems to be that most people have got in stock uh still is the magico uh which i remember seeing that and going, oh yeah that was, what? That was the magico i don't remember that name at all from this it was series. the thin line telly with the perloid mini plate and then the crazy like uh master built um like pickups or got three fender gold foil pickups uh three saddle right. bridge i think it was designed by ron thorne but that it also was, had the yeah, troublemaker yeah. telly and i still think the troublemaker oh. telly is one telly i would love to own yeah uh, ever was, since i watched that was, video of jim root playing one i was like i want one of those it, wicked. it is it is very cool it's a, it's a shame it almost hasn't been adopted into the standard line of 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 fenders it's it's so it's so on the money, isn't it? It's exactly the right sort. It doesn't feel like a weird one. Like the rest of the others are really like, you might like this if you're the right person for this. Otherwise, you would think it's a bit weird. Whereas the Troublemaker is just like, this is a great guitar. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought the Troublemaker was, was such a good guitar. So, so cool. Um, and yeah, the when they when there was the second run, it was available with like a Bigsby and stuff. And that was, you know... Uh, it, that was cool, but the the original one, the the blue one, and the um, and the sun, I think it was Sienna Sunburst, was just like you know, just really kind of stripped back, really really cool guitars. So yeah, I'd love to I'd love to play one of those again at some point because um, yeah, like I say, that one that I played was just absolute magic. Mm. Yeah, it was very cool. Now I was uh, you, you know to, to I, w- I want to pose a little question to you because you know I've, I've been speaking about it for some time I am going to do it I am cutting down all, all of my uh, guitar collection but you know I wanted to ask you both in turn maybe Matt will start with you if you had to cut your guitar collection down to one but it has to be your currently owned guitars which one would it be uh, oh oh um so what have, first of all, what have what have we got to choose from in your selection? Uh, what have we got to choose from? Harmony Juno, right? Very good, very playable, <laughs> very fun. I, I loved, I absolutely loved Joe being like, right, okay, well that's not yours, but that's, that's fine, that's <laughs> fine, that's fine. Uh, I've got Baja Telly, modded Baja Telly. Oh yeah, uh, that's very nice. That's like a butterscotch Baja Telly with what well, you've put uh, TV drones, sort of TV drones in, in yeah. the in the neck. Uh, the best lovely. pickup. What's in the bridge? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I changed it like ten years ago and, and forgot. I think it's some sort of Seymour Duncan. Uh, Gibson SG faded. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Matt the Matt Knight Knight Spech, Spech. which has got two Sunbear pickups in it. Oh, lovely. I'm lean over and have a look. You've no, it hasn't. It a lot. No, it hasn't. It's got two of the, oh, T-tops from Brandon Wound. Um, what are they? What are T-tops? T-tops were the higher output. Uh, they were called T-tops because of the plastic injection mould they used for the humbuckers in Gibson in the 70s. Right. And they were a slightly higher output uh, pickup than um, previous... Uh, 60s versions of the Gibson SG. Uh, uh-huh. Got my beer baritone. 
So does wait, but oh, on sorry. the SG, yes. the, you I, remember we fit that Bigsby. Yeah, and, um, and then I've taken that off. Oh, you've taken the Bigsby off. I have, and I've gone back to Tone Pro's Hardtail. Right, on I see. that. Um, but I have kept the String Butler uh, String Tree on the headstock. Ah, so I just think all... they look great, those String Butlers. Yeah, but it just keeps all of the strings nice and straight, and obviously you get better tension, better tuning stability. Um, yeah. It's definitely a good upgrade for the old three-a-side um, Gibson-style headstock. Uh, you've got Chapman, bit of baritone. Um, you stripped you you took all the finish off yeah i stripped all the finish off took all the electronics out and then fit one um sun bear sabbath bucker uh to the bridge and then just gave it one volume control it's all you need have you done anything to that since stripping it like have you just have you just buffed up the you know uh i did i did use some some uh some wax on the on the top you're not really going to like buff it to a shine um but yeah just kind of smoothed out the wood um and and what is it it's a mahogany uh it's mahogany body with a maple top i think it's mahogany body. oh okay no it it's not mahogany body i'd have to check i can't remember what uh rubia's design is on that Plugin Boutique and Isotope have hooked up to offer you, dear listener, an absolutely banging deal. They've combined Softcube's AppRoom plugin suite of amps, effects, and cabs with Isotope's Element suite of mixing, fixing, and mastering tools. All for 80 quid or 94 US dollars or 94 euros. That's 217 pounds less than if you were to purchase the plugins individually. The idea behind the bundle is to provide you with everything you need for at-home studio-based guitar production, including amp simulators, multiple effects units, and high-quality mixing and mastering tools. Pretty much exactly what every guitar nerd needs. Now, Isotope plugins have been friends of the podcast for many years. You're listening to the production quality of Isotope's Nectar, RX, and Ozone every time you listen to an episode of Guitar Nerds. Their Element Suite offers assistive technology to cut down the guesswork and required expertise to get release quality recordings. And Softcube's Amp Room offers a really comprehensive range of bass and guitar amps, cabs, and effects. In fact, that's what you're listening to right now. Go check out this incredible bundle at Plugin Boutique. Dot com or follow links in the description of this podcast. Um, got the Reverend Matt West, uh, which I've recently had set up tuned C to C. Because um, I was like, too many of my guitars are in standard tuning. And uh, it's got such a flexible and wicked trim i was like this would be really good like down tuned a little bit and uh, is it one of the rail hammers it has in the bridge no it has their p90 uh ah. really high output p90 in it and is it is it all right it's it's like the trim holds it i mean i'm sure oh yeah set it up no it's great but like- um i took it to our friends at stairway to kevin's uh who i've mentioned before um rec- highly recommended by a friend of the podcast yogi uh, because obviously he keeps dropping his guitars down the stairs when he's taking photos, so constantly <laughs> has to take it to stairway to Kevin's for uh, for repair. Um, they did a, a wicked uh, job on the setup, and yeah, it plays plays really good. And then I've got my Squire Bronco. You know, could <laughs> yes, could okay. just keep that. You, you know, that. you can count. That. Um, I've got my eighty eight Japanese Paisley Strat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my Nick Huber Krautster two. You've got you've got a mini trem arm on that eighty eight, right? I have. I've got. What, the what's little, the advantage the, of that? I don't understand why. It's like David Gilmore, and he's got a mini. You get trem to look arm, like David right? Gilmore, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. Come on. Why else would you have it, Joe? Um, and also, <laughs> who wants a full-size trem? Oh, uh, yeah, no, it just makes me feel inadequate, you know. Exactly, you know, small trem, small trem for the win. Um, and then, yeah, I've got my Nick Huber, my Nick Huber Krauts, to which I've had some bear pickups put in as well, and my Music Man. And I finish on the Music Man because if I had to get James rid of James Valentine. All, James Valentine. If I had to get rid of all of them and have one guitar mm-hmm. that I play forever... I would probably pick the Music Man. Well, that was really easy. You didn't even really have oh, to... Oh, 100%. I mean, if I had to pick guitars for, like, sentimental reasons, like, yeah, I guess maybe I would pick the Strat because it's, you know, old Because I was there, I was there oh. when, you, uh, when you bought it. When yeah. You stole it from underneath my nose. <laughs> and, you know, I've actually... Would you have bought that, that J-Cross? Would you have bought yeah, that? Yeah, of course I would. Yeah, uh, yeah would. that's why yeah. I had to get in the there only, quick. The only, reason, the only reason that Matt owns that, uh, owns that guitar is that um, when it came into the shop at GAC, he happened to be free at the time and uh, <laughs> he was the one who dealt with the inquiry um and uh and i was not unfortunately so yeah, so uh, so that uh, is... you win some you lose some <laughs> um yeah and i think we talked about that guitar recently because atb guitars had yeah. a same year like mint condition like a one condition um guitar uh in the case with all the case candy uh, they were looking for like two thousand five hundred or something. It's like oh my crazy goodness. money, absolutely crazy money for that. Um, in fact, they've two thousand nine hundred ninety-five was what they were asking for. Um, basically, looks completely brand new. Uh, where mine has some serious fretware on the G string at the eighth fret, tenth fret, sixth fret, fifth fret, fourth fret, and second fret. And then also has the A minor and E major fret chord shapes really I well carved out. I love that. Um, I think that That's I think great. whoever had it only played E major and A minor and then a bit of the G string. Um, so probably yeah. a big Shadows fan. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that guitar is is wicked. But the Music Man, I, I've said it what before. What makes the Music Man your easy choice though? It just I did. I don't know. Definitely have a bit of a connection to it in in some ways, but I just think, I mean, I must say the the Nick Huber and all my guitars play really really well. The Nick Huber does play exceptionally well, but there's something about the Music Man that is just solid and consistent in terms of just playability and feel. Um, and I don't and know. I guess versatility I just, as well. Yeah, I mean, sound wise, I just think it's it's great. Um, and I guess it has sentimental value, the fact that it was my 30th birthday present, I guess. Yeah. Um, and and the, you even got to you even got to award the man the man. I mean, that is, that is also the incredible. <laughs> the fact that we actually went to the stand. James Valentine was there and I've got a picture of me holding up his arm like he's just won a boxing match, holding a <laughs> holding a guitar nerd's oh. gear of the year medal. Um <laughs> And I hope to this day that he still listens to this podcast and goes, I remember that day. Um, <laughs> and that we got to go to the factory 
I mean, mm. was also amazing, you know. I think that was a, a real defining thing for for all of us, like going to the Music Man factory and just seeing the the incredible attention to detail and quality that they put out. We've spoken about it a billion I times. I know, we have. It, it was, but but nonetheless, it's worth repeating. It was, in a, you know, it was, it was a really amazing shop. Yeah, um, ab- you know, absolutely. A really amazing place. Um, and a wonderful team as well. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know, I feel with Music Man, I could play any one of i could pick up any one of those guitars and not have a problem playing it and it would feel great and it would be awesome um so what we're saying is matty is selling all his guitars and he's buying a seven string john petrucci oh do do you know what i i would absolutely if if they were like right okay you can only play one brand i'd be like okay I will buy that Majesty and Mystic Dream with the with the bullet inlays <laughs> and the piezo bridge. Fine. Um, I will buy that John Myung six string bongo in blue sparkle. Oh, um, oh, oh. Sp- speaking speaking of the John Myung six string bongo, that uh, um, because John Myung has like a, a a bunch of signature stuff with Ashdown. I'll, I'll talk about the the Ashdown shop on Denmark Street later. But you know, we mentioned it the other the other week. Music Man have sent us a six-string bongo to yes. put up in the shop. Yes. yes. Oh, really? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, they sent us the John Myung signature to have next to all his, so good. his signature Ashdown stuff. They're so lovely, Music Man. They were so up for like doing a partnership with Ashdown, which I thought was really cool. And yeah, sent us the bongo, which I'm totally taking home with me after the event. So good. Absolutely. Play that in polymath. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think... Oh, um, yeah, what colour is it, Joe? Uh, I think it is actually black, so it is acceptable. Oh, you're okay. You're yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's the, the fretboard is two woods, I think, so the high two strings he has made out of a different so wood good. type for tonal reasons. Yes. I love it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I just love absolutely everything they make, um, and I would play many of their guitars consistently and never yes. have a problem. And yes, you are right, Joe. The top two strings of that signature bass are indeed a different fretboard wood. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'd love to sort of reconnect with Music Man and, and head out to the factory again and see a bunch of stuff. I think it's a shame that the Mariposa doesn't come in pink anymore. I'll put that yeah. out there, um, that they have discontinued Pueblo Pink Um from from the lineup but they have replaced it with the valentines as we spoke in three different sparkle finishes so i will forgive them that's what you want so, okay so you'll get you're going for your james valentine jay cross jay cross let's talk through the guitars that you currently own and then you can pick one um so currently i've got baby taylor acoustic matt right. I hear you didn't you know didn't bring that up but uh because you've got a gs mini or something didn't you i had a gs mini long time ago no acoustics anymore. Uh, I've got. I, I didn't got bring up my acoustic because I was like, "Oh, did you? Oh, I must." Have I, I did. No, out. I didn't. Sorry. No, you didn't. Oh, didn't. you did not. Sorry. Okay, fine. I didn't. Um, uh, yeah, of course I didn't zone out. Of course I didn't. I paid no. attention to. It. <laughs> isn't that your? Isn't that Mark's baby Taylor? <laughs> no, we swapped it. <laughs> he swapped it with me uh, in exchange for some help moving house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Such a funny story. Uh, so so yeah, it was fine. We we all, he didn't have to pay for a removal company, and I got a guitar out of it, which you know, <laughs> he still still thinks is his, but it's not. Um, so yeah, I've got that. I've got my um, uh, Les Paul Junior Special, my Gibson Les Paul Double Cut Les Paul Junior Special. Um, 
Lovely. I've got, which is, yeah, which is cool. I've got uh, my Mustang, Offset Series Mustang in shell pink. Uh, I have got my um, player strat in uh, Dakota red or hot rub red or uh, Sonic red. Sonic, Sonic red. red. That's, so that's a lovely color. Uh, and uh, the re- most recent edition, I'm sure I, I talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, I must have done. I've got uh, one of the classic vibe base sixes, um, which is great. Um, How are you I getting on with I, that? How are you getting on with, yeah, the, with the classic vibe? Are you, you playing great. You got that in the shell pink with the matching head cap, which me and Matt right. also ordered. Yeah, that's right. First. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, uh, orders, I think they must be delivered depending on importance. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, 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 no. They just, you know, all this information's out there now. You know, when you sign up for the Apple user agreements, you just, you sign your life away and they're like, oh, okay, that gives us cool. <laughs> so we'll prioritize that. I, sh- I assume that's how it works. I'm not sure. Um, so that is, no, it's great. I play it loads. Um, and yeah, I love it. It's, it's wicked. I mean, I'll never play in a band with it or anything like that, but, um, but that's fine. And um, the only other thing that I've got, and I guess it really depends, Joe, on, you know, when you say you've got to cut down to one guitar, are you saying one, I mean, do you include basses in that? I was because thinking just guitars. Just guitars. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Because, I, you know, as much as I take the, you know, take the mickey out of people like you, you know, bass players, um, I just, I love my P bass. And um, I think yeah, if push come to shove, I would ha- I would keep that over anything else. But um, if I had to keep one guitar out of all of those, it'd be the player strap. Um, I, do you know? I wondered if you would if yeah. you would say that because yeah, it, it just w- seems it, like it you be. you couldn't put the Mustang down, and then as soon as the Strat turned up, um, yeah. it, it just it seemed to be all you were playing. Uh, but and also a Strat is not the sort of guitar I would expect you to go with, but. Um, you know, they, you know, they we, are fantastic. It's just an unusual choice for you, but it is. We fantastic. we all grow up eventually, Joe, unfortunately. <laughs> it's uh Peter Pan has, I'm afraid, left his uh he accidentally left his Mustang at the garden centre and uh came home with a with a strat and um yeah, no, I love it. No, don't get me wrong, the Mustang is wicked and, and probably if I was playing guitar in a band, I'd probably play the Mustang because um, you know, I've never played a set that lasted more than 20 minutes. And obviously in that case, it's always going to be fashion over function. And uh, the, <laughs> the Mustang looks wicked. Um, but the, uh, the the Strat just plays really nicely and it's really comfortable. And I, after, you know, 10 years of working in a guitar shop, never understanding why people bought Strat, buy, anyone would buy a Strat over a telly. Um, I, I get it. They're wicked. Strats, hot off the press, guitar nerds. Hear ye, hear ye, Stratcasters, cool guitars. Neck pickup only, yeah? Only the neck. Neck pickup only. Only the bridge pickup. In between settings only, that's it. That's all. I'm sorry, are you in a funk band? No, I've got a two-way selector now. I've done a mod and I've only got a two-way selector (laughs) um, that cuts between the two middle ones. I did see there was a master-built, I can't remember who it was now, it was on Instagram, for Tyler Bryant. And it's a neck pickup and a humbucker in the bridge only. Uh, and I was like, I-, I can dig that. I think that's pretty cool. It's like no middle pickup. Just like you can have neck single coil or bridge humbucker. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah I I saw that. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I did see that. That was was it. It was like shell pink. I think wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was uh, like faded relic shell pink. Yeah, very, really cool. Very cool. Really, really cool. 
Very cool indeed. What yeah, about you, Joe? Yeah. Go on, then. I mean, I don't think you should talk us through all of your guitars because we, <laughs> uh, we've only got 20 minutes left for this podcast or so. But, um, you know, what, what, yeah. what's your... What's the top? What's the top three? And um, you know what? What are you putting into room one hundred and one? That is a better way of doing it. Yeah, there, there's, there's, there would, there would be a lot to count. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you know, the the things that that always stick out for me is the Gibson Custom Shop ES one seven five is yeah. you know a fantastic, incredible sounding guitar. Harmony Silhouette, Harmony Juno. Those are probably my top three, and. Um, you know, I I I, re- I I think it would be the Harmony Juno, to be honest, uh, above really? everything else. Yeah, I, I I love both the silhouette over the over the, the uh, over the, the ES one seven five. Yeah, top. well, yeah. I'm also trying to prep myself to sell that, so I need to yeah, separate yeah, yeah, myself yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> myself emotionally from the ES one seven five. But um, but yeah, just because to, if we're talking about like cutting down to one thing, then you know, I, you know. It's not like I'm going to be in a, a playing in a function band or anything, but versatility still has to be something in there. And, and ES175s, you know, you can't drive them yeah. at all. You know, cause they're yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. they're just going to feed back. And and for me, like the silhouettes, the silhouette sounds absolutely fantastic. And I think it's one of those guitars that sounds great. Is very uh, like very functional sounding takes drives really really well and is kind of at home a bit grittier whereas the juno sounds amazing clean like those p90s have quite a lot of low end quite a lot of warmth kind of a bit of full rangeness about them and just the clean sound when i'm playing the juno i don't feel like i'm missing the es175 also i appreciate they're wow. very different sounding there's still like yeah. there's a clarity to the juno um that that makes me happy because a lot of what i do on guitar tends to be clean with a bucket of reverb and uh and yeah the, the juno is just so good for for that sort of thing i i've had like a handful of people uh, of listeners like reach out to me on on facebook or or whatever recently asking about you know about purchasing junos or you know, harmonies but actually in every case it's been a juno at least sort of three separate people ask you know about a, a juno just asking and, asking listen are you do you actually <laughs> like this or are yeah. you just <laughs> <laughs> is that is that basically the gist of it well more just sort of saying look it's this it's this juno or it's something else like it's the you know and give me a couple of options and and they're, they're normally things you know both things that we talk about and i just i found myself when you're in that sort of you, you know, it's 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 just me and them in a chat. I could say anything, but the you know the the Juno <laughs> the Juno really is a, um, a an absolutely fantastic guitar. I don't I, I don't think I've played anything like it for years. I I think it would take an awful lot for something to top that for me. I appreciate the Juno's like a little bit like the looks wise. People are either going to uh, be really into it or not. The I have to, the only thing that the Juno. Um, uh, doesn't have for me is it that it's not a vintage instrument because i love you know it plays a bit yeah, but too well your, maybe it's your gibson no true but at least it's you know it's it's modeled it's on one on a, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, reissue yeah. in 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 that sense but you know when uh, last week i think me and matt were talking about the fact that harmony were about to start doing vintage reissues and i started looking around at old harmonies to be like i wonder you know what what sort of old harmonies they could reissue that i'd be excited about 
and I shared one on the on the group, you know, like last week. But I found this uh, uh, this Harmony Stratotone Newport, their H forty two dash two model, which was kind of their their Juno, but it's in this gorgeous sort of metallic forest green. Um, it's it's a glued neck rather than the bolt on. Just has one really sharply rectangular sort of single coil in the neck position, and then kind of what looks a lot like an acoustic guitar bridge. And then the uh, um, the it's it, like a, a black scratch plate, single volume control, just like the current Juno. And then a toggle that does something I don't know. Maybe it's tone on off. I don't know. Just a just a little toggle. But I love that about it. And then it's uh, it's back when the harmonies were um, were constructed differently. So it has like this uh, this metal outer shell. Oh, but it just looks it looks absolutely so incredible. Weird, like nineteen fifty five. Just a, a just a, a time. You know, the electric, guitar was, the, the electric guitar was only like five minutes old at that point. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's, um, I'm also, yeah. I'm, looking at a, I'm looking at an eBay listing for one. I don't know if you uh-huh. have seen this, but I'm looking no, at no. Uh, an, an eBay listing, which is, uh, I think it has maybe sold um, or no, no, they just don't, um, they just don't post to the UK. So you can't place a bid, but um Oh wait, no. This must have been sold because this is a listing from last year. Anyway, this is a 1955 Harmony Stratotone H42 too, and I mean it looks so dogged up. But like, also the pictures of it are outside and um, against a stone wall. There's like leaves all over the floor and everything. And I, j- I just get the impression that this guitar is like that. That's just where they, the person who's selling it, is just like the guitar was just been there since 1955, and they're like, yeah, I'll just take a couple of pictures of it, whatever. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. Really, really cool. But yes, yeah, so weird to think that the construction techniques just hadn't been kind of nailed down. Oh, I you know, think I really found weird, it. You know, I found this listing. Oh, my goodness. This one looks I mean? amazing. It's just got the right yeah, amount yeah. of relicking for me. I'm very into this. Well, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I love yeah. like the trim of that guitar is... Uh, is it's really is, odd. It's aluminium and rubber. Okay, Wow. I, I love that. I love that they were like, what does this guitar need around the outside of it? You know, I, I guess to protect it from damages and make it comfortable to sit with. Well, but this is a, you know, it's a, it's a catalog guitar, isn't it? Like they were, yeah. they were designed to be sort of budget. So they were, they were finding ways to make them as cheap and mass produce them as cheaply and as quickly as they can. And yeah, yeah. really it's mad that they have kept their popularity because these they probably weren't they probably weren't built amazingly do you know what i mean um but, sure yeah th- i mean catalog guitars like, they weren't built they weren't designed to sort of to have built a reputation that would last exactly exactly a, a century, you know, it's, you know. <laughs> exactly it's it's the, the whole point of them was uh it's christmas 1955 and little billy needs his guitar <laughs> and and so they well, like, but that's what it is, isn't it? You yeah, know? sure. No, and, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. And it was just right. Let's get a guitar in the. Let's get a guitar in the line. Then who can make one? And it's like, well, here you go, wicked. But um, no, they they look amazing, and the the fact that they have um kept their popularity over all these years is is really astonishing. 
Yeah. It's, but I love, and I feel the same about the Telecaster, you know, because obviously Fender perfected the electric, as we all know, just a couple of years later with the release of the Stratocaster. I mean, the fact that anybody <laughs> still cares about a Telecaster is just absurd, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, I, I, it was kind of made me think when you were talking about that. It's like when Leo Fender made the telly, did he think people are going to be like playing and lusting after the ones from the 50s at the time he's like ah oh, people have them for a couple of years throw them away get a new one like yeah i don't know i mean i i i feel like you know because he was making amps since 1946 um so by the time the telly came out it, it, it fender had been a company for five years or so so i think he knew that there was something in it and i think he built up a bit of a reputation and i I don't think it was ever considered you know right i'll have this and then and then it will go because they were made it to like a you know a pretty high standard at Mm. the time Mm. um but yeah i i mean whether there was ever consideration of the telly being discontinued in, in favor of the strat i don't you know i don't know just i i cannot imagine i Imagine working in a guitar store in nineteen like fifty nine, and the rep comes in, the Fender rep, and he's like, "Oh man, got some great stuff to show you." And he's like, you know, pulls out like the strap for the first time or whatever. You must have been like, "That's never going to fly, mate." I don't, I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, like, <laughs> but like the thing, but the thing is, been Matthew, so it's crazy. Like, it, but it's not even. But, but like it, it isn't even nineteen fifty five. You know. They weren't available in the UK until like, like not not really. They weren't available in the UK till much much later. Mm. You know, you think about the stories of the story of the um, the Beatles and their blue strats. You know, what year what year was that, Joe? That they bought those like nineteen sixty three, sixty three, I guess. Yeah, it has to be sixty three. Yeah, I think that's when yeah. they bought them. And, no, that's you know, when they're the, from. Wasn't it? Oh, was yeah, it? Because they didn't uh, use those until later. Maybe I know that they put they were really late in the career. I, I mean, yeah, that's really yeah you pattern. guys, you guys know more about you guys know a lot more about this than I do. But like, I don't know when they, um, when they started those. I, I feel like it was l- relatively late into their career. Um, I'm just trying to look now whilst I'm whilst I'm talking. But um, but I mean, just just in general, like, t- oh, no. ah, yes, okay. So it must have been '66. I was trying to think. Okay, I, I was trying to think about when Sergeant Pepper's came out because as i think that's the first record that that included them that used them but you know yeah. that's what i'm saying like even in 1966 they could only get that you know they couldn't go just go to the shop and buy what they wanted they had to buy what was there because that's all you know there was they, they just didn't have the um distribution at the time no i was just thinking more in general of like kind of what you were saying earlier jay is like you've played a you know probably played a thousand tellies like imagine yeah. working yeah, in a yeah, guitar yeah, store yeah. and playing a telly for the first time yeah for the first time like yeah. you know because every so often you see these tellies come up uh i think i'm sure I, i'm sure I watched a video of joe bonamassa and he's like oh this was like an ex fender salesperson's like demo telly from the 50s where he would have traveled wow. like in his car and gone to all of his like dealers in his patch and been like this is the telly this is the strat this is the jazz master and yeah. but the miles racked up on those i know and it, i kind yeah. of had I, I was thinking about it the other day because i i did a live stream with uh yoshi and we were talking about the jc120 you know the jc120 
jazz chorus has been around since 1975. Wow. And we were just like, at that point, you know, everyone had been playing, you know, seen Hendrix using Marshall stacks and, you know, things like that. And he's just gone. It was the first time that chorus had ever been installed into a product. Like, imagine turning that on for the first time and this super loud, super clean amp with this massive chorus sound. Hang on. You know, just being like, wow. So you just, you don't think about it. You know, even when we started working, you know, yes, there was less effects pedals. And, you know, remember being wowed the first time you tried something like really different. But trying like a teddy for the first time or, yeah, working in one of those mom and pop stores and selling like Harmony and you know those kind of brands and then being like oh you can also now sell a fender and it's like madness would have been great yeah, but, I, but like but also you know you think of the um you're talking talking about boss you think of like like the tu2 like when did that come out like 1998 98 like imagine a, imagine like well, let's just ask mark packham but but like you know for people who aren't you know who didn't weren't conceived in a guitar shop um even people like us i started working in a guitar shop closer to the introduction of the tu2 than now like It's just bonkers. Uh, it's is, utterly, utterly bonkers. That is mad. The, the things that we just, the things we just take for granted, you know. Well, I guess loop stations. I th- yeah. You know, when yeah. I start playing guitar, you know, you I think, think a looper. Akai Headrush. Akai Headrush yeah. was kind of the the thing. You know, that's certainly. You know, even for like Tim, the guitarist in my band, looping was a was a was such a cornerstone of like post rock and stuff when post rock first started becoming a thing. But of course everyone just had Akai head rushes until, you know, the the boss RC, whatever the first RC was yeah. came out. You can have fifteen yeah. seconds of looping. It's like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh Yeah. Anyway, how do we well, get here? Speaking of, I'm, uh, well, yeah. you're, well, I'm, actually, I'm, also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gloss over that, Joe. The whole when, when post rock first started, you know, you got to think about F sharp, A sharp, Infinity came out in like 1998. You know, that's, right? That's okay, all, sorry. Yes, know. yes, I, I, I do apologise. Um, you know, this, <laughs> this actually it, this segues quite well from talking about how things started to how things are going because uh, this week, Relish Guitars, the Swiss guitar. Uh, brand have announced an affordable version of their their trinity their um their pickup swapping uh plug out and swap pickups in a second electric guitar with their magnetically attached um humbuckers p90s and single coils um but you know th- these guitars do you remember when we i think we saw these first at nam they're incredible they look fantastic e- extremely premium modern uh look a kind of a, a single cutty sort of les paul-esque look but uh, just difficult to, sc- to describe very modern uh yeah absolutely so- probably one of the most modern guitar shapes without being uh radical no, I, think I think it's, it's tasteful. You know, they've managed to make a modern guitar look tasteful. It looks premium. Yeah, it looks I, absolutely. I think um, 
I, <laughs> I I wanted to check where they're actually based before I said this, but it feels very they're Swiss. Oh yeah, I was going to say it feel it feels very much of like that kind of like high end like design and feel in terms of yeah. like modern design. But um, yeah, I think they're they're the one that I remember seeing first that they showed off was the Jane. I think that's their, right, yeah. their hollow body uh, where you could see into the back and then they're like, yeah, you can just pull the pickups out and swap out. And even inside, it looks like a point-to-point hand-wired uh, like amplifier or something. It's like pretty pretty swish. Um, mm. And then I think their other one... Pretty Swiss. Yeah, Swiss. pretty you don't Swiss. Swiss. <laughs> um, and then what was their other one? The Mary? Uh, they yeah, did... The, Ma- the Mary one, I think... Yeah, they did that and the platinum uh, as well was their other ones. But yeah, the, I mean that the the hollow body Jane is just it looks absolutely mm. fantastic. And the fact that you can get it in like a, a range of colours from like they do the the purple Jane, which is like a metallic flake purple, and then they do you know right up to the walnut Jane, which is just a really tasteful, simple walnut top. Yeah, but um, the fact that they've now made all of that in a guitar that is Six. I, I thought six hundred ninety nine euros. It's not. It's, I, I it's love it. Six hundred ninety nine. I was going to bring that chuff, chuff. Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. I love that that their international marketing campaign. They're like, yeah, all for six nine nine, and you have to check out, and it's like in chuff, a, a currency that no one knows <laughs> the conversion rate for. No, chuff is what they call it. My my sister lives in Switzerland, and that that is kind of what they call it. But um, really? so I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, yeah, she does. So you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think that I'm, ever I'm being her. offensive. Everyone just laughing <laughs> yeah. at her, just walking around. That's just the one that says. <laughs> Who's chuff? this silly English girl talking about chuff? Um, but yeah, the, um, uh, yeah, the, the, it's six nine nine. But it actually it doesn't it doesn't track that differently from the pound. So I think it's about five hundred and sixty quid when yeah, I popped it into it Google. It's really so. reasonable. It's well, really, it's really insanely reasonable. reasonable. I mean, it only it obviously part of the advantage. I mean, this guitar is a great guitar in its own right. I think let's you know be clear about about that but it does it only ships with uh with one set of pickups which are their standard uh humbuckers i think they call them the xx yeah the reddish buckers uh xx um is what it ships with and of course i guess the uh uh the more more traditional relish price point does come into play with their replacement pickups because they do of course do their vintage path their ceramic pickup duo their single coil style their um uh their p90s how much are those then about 250 chuffs about 200 quid i mean yeah that's but that doesn't i mean that's no, but, it's just I mean, a premium pickup price, pick isn't it? Though. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And actually, do you know what? They do a service where if you've got a set of pickups that you especially like, maybe you've got like some cool vintage actual paths, you can send them to them and they will attach the mounting kits oh, that's uh, for cool. them and turn, turn them into a pickup that you can retrofit, which I think is, is really cool. cool. It's really cool, especially if there's a pickup that you know really matters to you or if you have a really specific sound and it, you know you like, like i really love thing. this guitar but i need to have emg 8185 <laughs> yeah i've, I've got a 59 non-negotiable yeah real 59 less pool but it's just too expensive to go out and play can you take the pickups out of that and just <laughs> but it is it, it is a great idea because because to be honest whilst there is versatility in the reddish in that you can easily swap out the pickups that's almost it's it's also a limitation because you can only use reddish pickups exactly yeah um, yeah yeah and so, it's and it's all it's all like i think it's a really good 
um like bit of forward thinking and also like it's quite humble because yeah it's the sort of thing that i can imagine a lot of companies would just say like why would you need to, you would never need to change the pickups our pickups yeah. are great uh, you would never need to change them and it's just it gives people the option to to like customize the guitar if they would like to you know yeah yeah exactly but you know everything it, it, they're indonesian built uh these ones but you know they they look basswood bodies laurel fretboards 25.5 inch scale i you know i i think they they look fantastic this is a lot of guitar um for for that money and and it looks I'm like they come really with a gig, it looks like they come with like a really premium gig, gig bag, bag as well yeah exactly yeah. that's uh it's really cool uh, available in i think three colors they do them in a in a in a a red a black and a sort of pelamesque blue um uh the the red and the blue are um have a sort of a, a glitter sparkle uh to them i'm, I'm not sure uh, exactly what the the finished names are on those i can't see them um i i love that the uh, the the website has like a, this little sort of frequently asked questions section this little faq which is great and uh, you know it's things like what's the return policy what's the warranty period does the guitar come with a gig bag you know things like that like <laughs> i know you know <laughs> any plans for bases in the near future is one of them and you have to click on the arrow to open the answer so you click the arrow and it says no <laughs> full stop <laughs> love it everything else has a proper answer except for that one <laughs> i um i'm just i'm just looking here their only exclusive retailer at the moment looks like sweetwater in the us and that's right yeah they are actually selling bare knuckles and seymour duncan's set really? pre-set up for the um oh nice for the, for the relish that's very uh, cool. I, I think it's great that the fact that yeah, so they're going to be nine. They're they're listing that guitar at nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Um, but I just think it's it's great to be able to offer that. I mean, so many people would have seen Relish at Nam and gone, "Oh, it's amazing! Oh, oh, it's amazing!" And then gone, "Yeah, it's too expensive." And you know, yeah, really, yeah. a guitar for kind of that. I I would say somewhat niche subset of guitar players that are into modern high-end guitars in the sense that they're not well-known brands there's lots of players with you know you know more disposable income that will take a more classic instrument you know like a custom shop gibson or a fender or a prs but i definitely think there's far less people with that same sort of level of income if not more because these guitars do tend to be more that are buying guitars like that i mean you know, Redish Jane Hollowbody in blue flamed maple on Sweetwater is four and a half thousand dollars. You know, and that's right, well, that's a lot. That's of a lot of, it's a lot of money, regardless, but also a lot of money for a guitar f- from a really small brand that's doing a really modern guitar. So being able to do that at you know six hundred and sixty nine chuff, um, it's good, and I think it just brings yeah. more people into the brand. And I like that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I I like everything about this. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really really cool hoping that some dealer near us at some point would <laughs> yeah will actually um will actually list it. I I am sort of planning to go to Switzerland at some point. Might have to go to Switzerland for work. Maybe I'll uh, see if I can sneak in a a cheeky try. Although just looking at 
But you say, uh, just just as a heads up, this caught me out when I went to Switzerland. Uh, I, you know, rather arrogantly just was like, yeah, fine, Europe, Europe plugs, no worries. No, different plug. Really? Oh, Ooh, different yes, plug. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That that uh, that brought me down a peg or two. I tell you what, when I... They look exactly to to... like European plugs, but yeah, they're but wider. they're just slightly different. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I was really tired. Like, it's only a short flight and it was only a short transfer from the airport, but I... I when I went after work, I think I can't remember. I got I got there really late. I got I got to the hotel at like gone midnight, and I was absolutely knackered. Phone just about to die, and um, I'd like I'd gone and I'd got myself a beer, and I'd taken the beer up to the room, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna drink this, go to sleep." And uh, yeah, I had to like stumble downstairs to the to the hotel lobby, and um, the the guy working in the in the hotel lobby um, was very, very nice and uh, opened what was clearly the idiot foreigner drawer and pulled out a uh, charger for an idiot foreigner. Um, um, and, uh, but yeah, just, just, just bear that in mind when you go. Yeah, I, actually, just to quickly bring it round, back round to the price. Mate, Joe, maybe we'll have to do some more investigating here directly with them. But there is a UK dealer for um, uh, Relish, uh, Sound oh, yeah. Effects Premier um they are listing the trinity right now um for 15.99 wow so yeah don't know what the deal is there that's, that's quite a different price yeah which <laughs> dampens things slightly um <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know what the deal is there, but yeah, fifteen nine nine if you want it from a UK dealer, or you can buy it direct from Relish by the looks of it for six hundred and sixty nine uh, Swiss francs. Yeah, yeah, six hundred ninety nine. Sorry, I, I can add francs. that to my. Yeah, I can add that to my cart right now. Proceed to checkout, <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> Free shipping to Switzerland and the EU. Oh. God damn and it. Any comments, <laughs> please make a base. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, that, uh, that, that's actually, we, we are pretty much at all the time we have on, on this week's episode. Uh, now, this week, I'm going to be knocking around up in Denmark Street in London for all our UK listeners because Ashdown and Meters, which is the, the headphone company owned by Ashdown, have got a pop-up shop um, on Denmark Street. Uh, right next to the music room and opposite one joe so we're uh we you know we filled that with all our basses bass amps guitar amps headphones monitors all, all that stuff we got all that stuff a bunch of coffee we hooked up with a coffee brand made some ashdown coffee oh, nice. ashdown beers we've got ashdown beers and we've got like a you know a bunch of champagne and stuff but i think we're holding the champagne for thursday which is exactly when i'll be there so uh you know if you fancy coming up and saying hi they to open it when we'll you leave there. yeah <laughs> yes but we will open it when you leave but uh, but yeah you know come up say hi they'll actually all the stuff is there for people to play if you want to you know demo the stuff we even even have a drum kit set up and uh, a sound engineer on hand if you have a drummer friend you fancy doing a little jam and recording it you can even do that it's all very cool but it'd be it'd be lovely to see any of you there if you can make it now as i say that's all the time we've got on this week's episode uh, we'll be heading over onto our patreon 
for another extra episode as we do every week and you can become a patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month at the dollar tier you get this episode ad free and early five dollar tier gets you access to the patreon special and our entire back catalog and ten dollars gets you the lot plus i sing you my thanks at the end of every episode find us on all your favorite social media platforms and join the guitar nerds group on facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion thanks for listening you've been lovely we've been the guitar nerds farewell flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.